Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, August 25th. Here's today's big idea. Hurricane Harvey will be Donald Trump's first major natural disaster test. If Harvey's not on your radar yet, it should be. Texas is bracing for potentially catastrophic flooding and winds as Hurricane Harvey intensifies and cruises toward a late Friday impact near Corpus Christi. The National Hurricane Center describes Harvey's sudden strengthening as, quote, astounding. The storm is expected to strike as a Category 3 hurricane, meaning winds greater than 111 miles per hour. That makes it the most powerful storm to make landfall in the United States since Hurricane Wilma in 2005. Another scary element? The Hurricane Center projects that the hurricane will stall on the Texas coast for several days, which could dump historic quantities of rain, with some places seeing as much as 35 inches. Yes, 35 inches. In other words, three feet of rain. The storm is expected to then meander to the east, deluging Houston and possibly New Orleans next week. Storms like this can define presidencies. George W. Bush never recovered after Hurricane Katrina 12 Augusts ago. People forget, but George H.W. Bush's 1992 re-election hopes were badly hurt by his botched response to Hurricane Andrew because it cemented the narrative that he was detached from domestic problems. Last August, a year ago this week, Donald Trump attacked Barack Obama for golfing on Martha's Vineyard after floods in Louisiana left 13 people dead. Then the Republican nominee, he flew to Baton Rouge to hand out toys to children who had lost their homes. When Obama went down a few days later for a photo op of his own, Trump declared that it was, quote, too late. Now, Trump faces a similar test. It's actually a pretty tricky balancing act. Often presidents feel like they just can't win. Bill Clinton actually criticized George H.W. Bush in 1992 for going to Florida too soon after Hurricane Andrew because he said it distracted emergency responders and tied up police who should have been helping people. Will Trump learn from the mistakes that his predecessors have made? We'll see. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke has recommended that Trump alter at least three national monuments established by his predecessor, a move expected to reshape federal land and water protections and certain to trigger major legal fights. The secretary recommended reducing the size in a pretty drastic way of two national monuments in Utah, including Bears Ears and one in Oregon. Zinke doesn't recommend abolishing any monuments altogether, but some of the key constituencies who have been most critical of sweeping restrictions for federal land and water use put in place by the Obama administration, like ranchers, fishermen, and local Republican politicians, have won key concessions in Zinke's final set of recommendations. Number two, as CIA director Mike Pompeo has taken a special interest in a unit at the agency that is closely tied to the investigation into possible collusion between Russia and the Trump campaign. One of our star national security reporters, Greg Miller, scoops that Pompeo is requiring the Counterintelligence Mission Center to report directly to him. Current and former officials say that the arrangement is a source of apprehension among the CIA's upper ranks and they can't recall a time in the agency's history when a director faced a comparable conflict. Officials at the center have in turn kept a watchful eye on Pompeo, a former Kansas congressman who has repeatedly played down Russia's interference in our election. The center works more closely with the FBI than almost any other CIA department and continues to pursue leads on Moscow's election interference operation that could factor in the probe led by special counsel Bob Mueller. Number three. 
Top officials at the Department of Homeland Security met this week to review DACA, the Obama-era immigration policy that allows certain undocumented immigrants who entered the country as minors to request consideration of deferred action. The meeting has raised fears that Trump could move to eliminate the program, which has offered work permits to 800,000 illegal immigrants. Acting DHS Secretary Elaine Duke and Thomas Homan, the acting head of ICE, were among those who gathered Monday, but it's not clear what conclusion the group reached. The program faces a potential legal challenge from Texas. That state has set a deadline of September 5th for the administration to end the program. And that's The Daily 202 for Friday, August 25th. You can read more at WashingtonPost.com slash Daily 202. One final thing. I'm going on vacation next week, but I'm leaving you in good hands. My colleague Elise Vibeck will be here giving you the headlines you need to start your day. Thanks so much for listening. Hopefully you too can get a little downtime before Labor Day. This fall is going to be pretty intense. Have a nice weekend.